0: In planning for retirement there are many strategies that can help shape your income in maintaining your current lifestyle is a goal of yours stick around on today's show we'll outline several ways to find the best retirement income that help you achieve your goals welcome in to
1: your retirement untangled with andrew nida and mo param welcome to your retirement untangled andrew nida moise Param here asset management group bringing you the facts and the truth about financial planning. Guys, we are so thankful you're here joining us on WERC and WGKA every single week. We got a great show lined up for you. But before we get there, Mo and I just came back literally yesterday from the sunny state of Florida. Oh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> the the trip from a business standpoint was was for the focus of doing something that in our industry, and I think in every industry, you have to do constantly. and And that is Keep up with the the new from a technology standpoint yeah. to ensure that our clients are getting the services that they need. And, uh, man, it was an incredible, incredible trip.
0: Yeah, there's a lot out there. You know, th- that's what we're always doing. We're always sharpening ourselves, um, getting better, learning, training, and, and implementing, if we find that it's best for our clients, implementing new technologies for our clients to to use just to make things more efficient, make communication more efficient, make planning more efficient, make investing more efficient. So yeah, I mean, it was great to spend three days, three three and a half days in Orlando, and and picking brains of some of the um, the the well respected wealth managers, investment planners throughout the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was, and, and you know the the great thing about it is you know as we have our practice, we have our focus, we have you know the way we we manage and work with our clients and the way we plan. Uh, the, not everyone is doing it the same way. No, So it's also uh, not only will be picking the brains of some of these great technology folks, but we are also picking the brains of some of the great and the, the best of the best investors of the country. Maybe, maybe most people are not doing it the way that we're doing
1: it. And, and, and listen, that may, the, the reason we're doing it the way we're doing it is because it works. Yeah. That's why, yeah. you know, because our focus is we're not, we're not escaping the, the conversation of performance and we're, our job is to perform. And so our models and the way that we created our investment strategies, the way that we approach investing through the use of all different types of investments, and the way that we leverage some of our relationships and investment firms that we work together with hand in hand to deliver a well-rounded, well-efficient investment strategy to support a bigger plan. That's the key.
0: That's the and, plan. The, the, the plan is the key.
1: And our clients are dependent on that on these types of investment approaches and this type of strategy and let me tell you why because because when you go through something like you're going through right now in this in this world that we're living in the economy and the markets that we've been experiencing the truth is is the volatility is very uncomfortable and the reason it's very uncomfortable is because we as humans hate uncertainty we absolutely hate it and it it, it creates anxiety it creates nervousness and as a result it creates emotional based decisions which oftentimes, most oftentimes, is not best for you when it comes to your financial well-being. You don't need to approach it emotionally. But that's where we get to because all of the anxiety and the angst about the uncertainty and unpredictability of the markets, that's, what, that's where it gets us internally. And unfortunately, or the reality is, is we are humans. And oftentimes, we make big decisions based off of how we feel and in the moment. And oftentimes, those can be wrong decisions. And so the reason you need a good investment strategy is because when when we go to our clients and we say, hey, listen, the reason you can trust that we're going to be able to move money around from asset class to asset class or change out the exposure of your investments, reduce or increase exposure based off of the sector of the market that we think is best, or maybe we're implementing a strategic approach or a passive approach where we just are, are doing the old school, hey, buy good quality companies with good earnings, with a good, bright future that are underpriced in today's market. Whatever we're doing for our clients, because it works, when we go through volatility like we're going through right now, our clients can look back and say, you know what, I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to trust the process. I don't, it don't feel right. My gut says to me, I should probably jump in cash. I should probably get out of the market. But I'm going to trust the process because I've been with it, I've stuck to it, and it's paid off. And so I'm gonna trust it through the storm and I'm gonna to get to where I need to go. That's that's why people use us. That is why investors every single day trust us day in and day out with their money. And 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 today's show, we're gonna talk about planning, but we wanted to throw that out there because going to Orlando was just it was super motivating. Oh, yeah. And uh being able to sit with firms that are like minded, uh and and then and then like most talking about, learning about the new technology. And, and, and socializing with, I mean, some of the greatest strategists and, and minds around in the industry. It was uh, incredible. And so I know maybe some of you guys are clients. And so on our private client podcast that you'll be getting released later, um, we're going to talk in detail about some of these changes that we're implementing for our clients and for you guys. But now for for the rest of you guys that are just listeners on our show, loyal listeners, Listen, if you want to be a part of a better story, pick up the phone and reach out to our firm, 1-800-419-6164, Asset Management Group, focused on absolutely, what's the word? I lost the word, Uh, (laughs) unraveling. Uh, disrupting, disrupting. There it is. That's why Mo, we live life together. <laughs> our focus is disrupting the complacency of the financial services world to ensure that our clients, our clients are making a difference for their lives and for the generations that follow them. So good start to the show.
0: Yeah. Great let's start. Get, let's great get to what start. we want to educate about. Yeah. We're going to talk about retirement income. And, you know, I, I think that's a big, the big key thing that, people really have to think about is that, you know, when you get to retirement, you know, the difference between the retirement and retirement phase of your life and your pre-retirement phase where you're working stage of your life, the difference is really the source of where that income is going to come from, right? I mean, I think think people think that retirement is this this new dimension that they're entering, but really it, it all comes down to cash flow and income and having a great retirement plan isn't always, it's not just about the investments you're in, it's how do those investments correlate to generating income and providing you income, not just to be retired, but also to stay retired, which is the ultimate goal, right? So understanding how income and and how to create income during retirement is is what we're going to be talking about today.
1: And this is, is, I mean, number one, it's everything for your ability to retire and to stay retired. We're talking about clients that we work with day and day out that are, you know, they're in their late fifties, early sixties, they've been able to uh, put together a solid financial uh, position to be able to, you know, entertain this whole concept of retirement. You know, the clients that we're working with, they're coming to the door. They have, you know, 500,000 in their 401k, a few hundred thousand over here in the IRA. They're ready to retire. They may have a pension. They may not have a pension. They're questioning social security and all of these questions surround the topic of income. And so retirement income, Mo, you know, we're talking about this. We we say it's everything, but how does someone even, let's talk about how they first basically formulate or equate how much income they actually need yeah. before we figure out how to solve for it.
0: It, it. It's about lifestyle, right? So you get an understanding of what your lifestyle uh, what your lifestyle looks like or will look like during retirement, and so get getting an understanding of what the outflow is. Essentially, what do we need, right? You know, if you hopefully you don't have a mortgage anymore, but if you do, then write that down. That's going to be obviously a fixed expense. But if you don't have it, obviously it's not. But what does it take for you to live your life? And count everything, right, from entertainment to meals to gas to utilities to uh, to whatever it is, right? What does it take to basically? What's your nugget? What's your what's your you know what? What does it take to maintain and run your household, and that's your expenses, right? That's what it takes to make the ship work.
1: And and if you don't know where to start, you know, oftentimes our team will just take you through the process of you know what are you doing today? Yeah. Uh, start with your net deposit. Every you know most of you guys are getting a W two paycheck or maybe you're getting a ten ninety nine distribution, but figure out what goes into my household account after all the expenses. Don't include them. Just. When I get that electronic deposit every other week or once a month, what is that number? Is it 3,000? Is it 4,000? Is it 5,000? Whatever that number is, you and your spouse, once you can figure out exactly what that is, then you ask yourself the question, how much of that are we using on things that won't be there forever, such as are we paying for a vehicle that's about to be paid off? Are we paying for a house that's no longer going to be a problem because it's being paid off in the next year or two? figure out that. And then you should come to the to what's left. And what's left, if you're not saving it, you're living off of it. Yeah, Right? And so I would start there. Don't don't assume, you got to leave yourself some movement room. Don't assume that you're just going to be able to all of a sudden uh, reduce income and in retirement. So I would say that let's start with the goal of trying to recreate what you have. Of course, we'll let you know if you can't, but that may be a good, that's starting like a, point. That's a
0: good starting point, right? Especially if you're a few years away from retirement, because one of the things that we get often is, well, I'm just not sure what, you know, what's inflation going to look like then? Or, you know, I'm not sure what my life is going to look like, you know, five years from now. So instead of trying to, to to solve that issue, like you said, Andrew, just go straight to what what are we living off today? Mm-hmm. And use it as the baseline. So now that we know what's the outflow, now let's connect the dots with with the rest of our assets. You know, most people when they retire call it. You know, obviously the window opens at age sixty two for Social Security, and so if you're in that season, then Social Security is a reality, and so that's the first source of the income stream that's coming in. So if you don't know what your Social Security benefits are, definitely go to SSA.gov and and get a sense of what your what your estimated income is going to be for during Social uh, during either age 62, 67, 70, or anywhere in between. So that's going to be kind of like that first leg of your income. So we want to start
1: there. Start with what we know is coming in, and then we can build it from there. We're going to continue the conversation in the next segment. Stay tuned. We're going to introduce some behavioral finance literally coming up right after this commercial break. But before we run a commercial, let me throw something out there for you guys right now. If you are wondering what it's like to be a client of Asset Management Group, a proactive, new age thinking firm that's focused on ensuring that we use the right technology, the right strategy to support our clients plan because we care about planning. You need to pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. 1-800-419-6164. When we get back, we got some great information. Continuing the income story with an introduction of behavioral finance. Stay tuned with us. back to your retirement untangled andrew nida moise prom here asset management group coming to you on wgka and werc every single week wanting to be a new mind for you and how you think about your financial future to ensure that you're thinking correctly and if you're not you got to get that stinking thinking out of the way
0: Right, let's get going. Bo didn't like that <laughs> now. No, I thought you were going to say get that stinking out the way. It sounds <laughs> like you were slipping to say that. <laughs>
1: stinking thinking. Let's go. Listen, here's the reality of it. We got to get going, people. Right, you, you got to take action. Quit sitting on your hands. You got to get take moving. Action. You want to make good financial decisions. You want to get to a better life than do the things that it takes
0: today. You know, you mentioned behavioral finance. I know we're going to touch on that, but you know, I think a lot of people they they you know they get they get carried away with all the things that they can't control. And in one of the, in one of the, um, the out, uh, breakout sessions, ooh, the breakout sessions that we attended with the behavioral finance uh, individual, actually he's a graduate from Emory University, but he says the things that, that we can control are essentially the catalyst to our success. Mm. Right, We can't control inflation. We can't control market volatility at the end of the day, right? We can mm-hmm. control how we how we manage our assets during volatility time, but we can't manage that. What we can manage is, are we saving regularly? Mm-hmm. Are we have a great sense of our budget? And can we, you know, uh, either reduce our expenses if needed? Uh, can we stay invested during seasons of, of volatility and through times where it doesn't seem like you should be invested? You know, those things that we can control ultimately build the success, and what you can control is picking up the phone eight hundred four one nine six one six four and and take control of your retirement plan look i'm going to be
1: i want to be radically transparent with you listeners on our show real quick. Give you something that you don't get that our clients get often, and that's just straight honesty and transparency when it when it comes to some of these things that we're talking about and like most talk about i'm thinking of it you know things the controllable items of of your life control the controllables. Uh, you know, Amy and I, my wife, we're talking continuously in the season of life that we're in because uh, as you guys, many of you guys know, we we sold our house. We got put in a situation where we had to buy a house sooner than we expected. And as a result, we're, we're basically building a remodeling a home in and, and 1899. And you guys could imagine for, for you builders out there, right? That's not a cheap project, right? And so, you know, things get out of hand. You get caught in this mentality. I want to make it, I might as well do it today type of thing. And so we're spending, 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 and we keep getting into this conversation like we've got to get a handle on the budget as soon as we get in this in this house. And we got to get mindful. And here's why. Because what most talking about, the truth is, is we have lived in a in a in a society and in a culture that is very focused on getting the next thing, quick satisfaction. And, and not, not really being mindful about our own story, but just being cautious and aware of everybody else's and trying to make ours look like theirs. And it's foolishness. It's stupidity. And so, you know, as most talking about this, it's something that literally me and my wife are going through right now on our own finances, just saying, Hey, listen, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And is it worth the cost to do it? You know, should we, should we take more time to prepare for dinner? instead of swinging by the the $70 Taco Bell in town. Yeah. Like let, like let's just we got to we got to start controlling our discipline and and our goal to do what we need to do today so that we can be like you guys and live later like others can't, right? The, the 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 goal to stay obedient within our own finances is necessary. So we come to you and uh, I say, you know, quit sitting on your hands. It's I'm I'm looking at myself in the mirror.
0: Yeah, I mean, a real life example, of me uh, on the way to uh, on the way to, to Orlando. We were talking about summer vacations and planning that we we're going to do with our families. And, you know, y- y- you made a point that you know, with all this with everything going on with the house, you know, you and your family love to do road trips and you had this big road trip planned, uh, great, you know, great road trip, but you start looking at the budget, and it's like, whoa, you know, we have remodeling this house. You and Amy haven't had a sense, uh, a, a grasp of what it's going to cost to live in the house, utilities, water, all that good stuff. And it's like, well, let's just take a step back. And we're still going to have a vacation this summer, but maybe not that grandiose vacation for this season of life that we're in right now. And it has nothing to do with market volatility, it had nothing to do with inflation, it had to do with real life that. <laughs> we just remodeled this house. Let's kind of scale things back for the time being. And and let me let me say something. This is
1: actually a a lesson that I I'm, I'm gonna say learned just recently as most talking about this. I'm, I'm a big road tripper. I love the idea. I grew up doing that. Parents didn't have a lot of funds to take us and do things. So what we did is we packed up the the car and and gas was 90 cents a gallon and we just drove across <laughs> and looked at things that were free and, and that was life, you know, that's what we did. So I, so that was my thing growing up. And so, you know, but I planned this road trip all the way up to Chicago, over to, um, uh, Yellowstone trout fishing in Montana you know, all these things in just the hotel rooms, guys, I'm not even talking about anything fancy. I'm talking about just basic places to stay. This, this trip, we're over $5,000 into Ooh. just the the places to stay, not including the the fuel it's going to take in a diesel truck to make this 5,000 mile trip, not including the food and the cost to do things. And so you could imagine it's expensive. Now, the question is not whether or not we can afford it. That's the wrong question. The question is, is where's the wisdom? Is this the right use of the money that you could use on the trip? Is yeah. this the right use? And so here's the lesson that I learned. And for any of you guys that have children, and I would say it's applicable to anybody that has grandchildren as well. My children are 14, 12, and nine. Okay. I went to, went to my kids. I said, listen, I know you guys are looking forward to this trip. Obviously we want to make the right decision. It looks like it's going to be a little too expensive beyond what we're willing to spend. So we we want to come up with something different. Now, Back in the early days of growing a business, obviously, uh, you know, money's less uh, around, if you will. And so we did vacations like we went and saw family over in South Carolina, stayed at their house, ate with them, went to the beach that was 20 minutes away. Um, So we're asking them, what would you rather do? Would you like to go somewhere like anything? What would you want to do? They're literally all three of them were like, we would rather do day trips, stay at home in our new house. Or go see family. Mm. Now, and I threw out, you know, using points to fly to Costa Rica to stay with some family. I mean, still trying to throw out going on a cruise, you know, something that's less expensive than traveling across the US. None of it. They thought that it would be more fun taking weekend, three, four, five day trips, going and staying with family, cousins, stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, so, so maybe put some thought to it, guys, we need to, we need to be mindful about the way we're spending. I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but just what Mo was talking about motivated me. We're talking about income and this behavioral finance is, is important. And, and Mo, I'm going to put you on the spot here because I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, it was, we were talking about, um, coming up with how much money you need to be able to retire. We told you guys that a great exercise is to simply go to what you're currently depositing today. Now, some of you guys are making a great living and you may already know that what you're making today and what actually goes into your bank account is probably not possible to recreate. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. And so then you need to ask yourself good uh, questions, such as the one I'm thinking of, Mo, is, you know, can I save 20% of my income or can I
0: Live of 80%. off eighty percent. Off eighty percent. Yeah, and, and if you think about, it, if you really slow down and listen to that question, that ask yourself that because you know the answer to that is it's it's really interesting when you when you when you frame it and you and you put it into perspective. You should mention it again. I yeah. think I just kind of went through. Yeah, it. so so you know, savings right? Obviously, saving for our retirement is is the key, right? So whether you're saving four hundred one k, brokerage account, whatever it is, but you know the challenge, even to old school Dave Ramsey, right? Fifteen percent, save fifteen percent of your savings right? Pre, pre your gross income, save it for retirement. And so if you challenge yourself and say, can I save 15, 20% of my income? Some people say, well, that's a little too much. That's daunting. That's daunting. 20%. You want me to save 20? I'll, I'll start off with five. You know, I'll just start with the employee match, employer match, but I don't know if I can do 20. But then if you just flip that question around and say, well, can you live off 80% of your income? I think most people say, of course I can live off 80% of my mm-hmm. income. Yeah, I can do that. Well, it's the same number. Right, right. right? So it's all about the perspective and, 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 and the framing of, 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 of the questions that you, that you ask yourself and the framing of the actions that you take. So, well, you know, and we do
1: that in retirement because oftentimes when we, when we think about like, – especially when we're getting close to retirement and we're trying to figure out how we're going to be able to retire – we actually reverse the question to what seems more appropriate. Well, if I go into retirement, I should be able to live off a of 70% less than I make today or 20% less income. That's how we frame it. Yeah. I should be able to live off 20% less income. But yet, you're not saving 20% of your income. You're not living off 20% of your income right now. Yeah. So so it's interesting how we we almost twist the question when it favors our goals. Yeah. I don't want to save 20% today because I like my lifestyle, but of course I can reduce my income to retire by 20% because I want to retire. Yeah. Right. We, we, we just make it. The goal is just to make sure that you're doing whatever it takes to get to you. You're
0: putting the discipline in place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're putting the discipline in place and you're taking action. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to take action, right? I mean, you've got to be, you use the word radical, but I'd say you'd have to be radical about, about. Your future self. You, you got to be radical about saving. You got to be radical about investing. You've, you've, you've got to take you know, your future self seriously and put those steps in place right now to make sure that when that time comes, because that time will come and it comes faster than you think. Mm-hmm. You can't make up for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. Those the, the five years that you didn't invest, you can't make up for it. Right. When you see the market down 20 percent last year, did you say to yourself, I want to pull back, go to cash? Or did you say to yourself, this may be the uh, a generational opportunity for me to build
1: wealth? Listen, if you pick up the phone and call right now, here's all that's going to happen. All that's going to happen is, is we have a, a team that's going to accept the phone call, ask you a few questions and then immediately put you on our calendar. That's all that's going to happen. That's simple. And then Mo and myself will be the ones that take the time to reach out to you, to speak with you personally, hear out what your concerns are, what questions you have, what what, what situation you're in, what you're looking to accomplish, and ultimately why you're even calling to begin with. Okay? And then we'll tell you about our process and how we can get you to a place of better understanding about your future and making the right decisions to get you on the right path. That's what you can expect. 1-800-419-6164 stay tuned because we talked about figuring out retirement income we talked a little bit about behavioral finance now we're talking about what type of risk should your investments take and how to be mindful through the uncertainty of the markets to support your retirement income coming up next Back to your retirement untangled. Andrew Nida, Moise Param here, Asset Management Group, making sure that you're making the right decision with all things considered, finance and ultimately your financial well-being. Thank you so much for staying tuned. W E R C W G K A. Special shout out for allowing a firm like ours to have the opportunity just to bring quality information to all the viewers and listeners of our show and TV show as well. Listen, we're in a we're in a heated and intense conversation. Okay. Why? Because it's personal. Why? Because life is different. Seasons are different. It's not 2019, 18, 17, 16. We're in an ever changing environment. But unfortunately, sometimes we can be stubborn. And we need to make changes that will put us on the right track financially. Financial freedom is a possibility. It is a possibility. And we will see it through here at Asset Management Group for our clients all you got to do is simply do what we ask, what we say, and trust the process because that's what we care about is getting you to where you want to go and your future. We're talking a little bit about behavioral finance and introducing this, this these thoughts into simple conversations about retirement. And, and I want to throw something out there when it comes to investing because now we're going to talk about risk after we talked about income and, and and risk in relation to income. Listen to this. What economists call volatility, psychologists would call uncertainty. And there is nothing people hate worse than not knowing. Your goal is to focus on the controllable offer action items, perspectives, and solutions. And that's what we want to do real quick because obviously we have been in a season. Yes, it's been volatile, but it's been unpredictable. It's been um, very uncertain. And as a result, anxiety and nerves are at an all-time high. And when they're at an all-time high, because of who we are as humans, our goal is to avoid regret. And so we want to become protected, sure of our decisions. And there's nothing more sure in investing than to get your money out and put it in cash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'd say our brains aren't wired to maximize, to maximize performance It's to, to, to to, mac, to minimize regret. You know, what's, you know, it's not, you know, going into cash for some people, isn't the decision is, well, I just want to, I don't want to lose as much money. And they, they frame it that way, but they don't really think about it as, well, I'm putting my, you I know, mean, volatility is the price you pay for wealth, bottom line. And, and the idea of not losing to sacrifice ultimate growth weighs out more, right? So they're, they're just, they're, our brains are just wired to just minimize regret, but that maximize the return. Right. Minimize
1: regret. Yeah. I mean, that is that is exactly what we tend to do. And unfortunately, those those decisions of making and moving in that direction are driven not by facts and data, but driven oftentimes by our emotions. And, you know, like I always uh, say and, and believe, I just don't say it in the wrong space, like in front of my wife, but uh, emotions are real. Feelings are real. Yeah. But they're not always true. And so sometimes we can make decisions financially about how we're investing or make very important decisions about the investment strategy that we're deploying. And if it's based off how we feel, and we don't consider the facts, then we can be left in a situation where really we've hurt ourselves. And, and for some people maybe have have you know changed the direction of their ability to retire. And so what, what I want to go through is I want to talk to you real quick about some, some simple facts and some data that, that we, that Mo and I, you know, it's just, it's kind of interesting. And so, Mo, do you want to go over that chart real quick about uh, history of
0: investing and the trading days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. So, if, you know, if you just go back to the S&P 500, 2003 to 2022, so, you know, a 20-year time frame. Now, I want to pay attention to this. So we're talking about a 20 year time frame. OK, if you started off with ten thousand dollars as your initial investment and didn't put any more dollars in just through ten thousand S&P and just let it ride over 20 years, your ten thousand would have grown to sixty thousand nine fifty two. So basically sixty one thousand dollars. Now, if you missed ten of the best trading days in the market. Throughout that 20-year time frame, again, 10 of those best trading days, you ended up with just shy of $28,000, right? So that is a, what, a $31,000 difference. If you missed 40 of the best trading days over a 20-year time frame, you ended up with less than you started with. You ended up with $7,500, and that's just missing 40 of the best trading days over a
1: 20-year time Now, let, let me magnify that for you guys. On average, there's about 250 trading days a year. Over two decades, we're talking about 5,000 trading days. 5,000 trading days. And if you miss— Not even 1% of those. You miss 10 trading days out of 5,000. You missed the wrong 10 then you cut your performance by 50%. You're literally giving up from a $61,000 value down to $28,000. That's insane. That's insane. 10 trading days. So that's fact. That's fact. So when you invest and you hear the concept, stay invested, once again, not saying you can't be tactical, mindful, the movement of money, strategic with your approach, Focusing on areas in, of the market that do provide probability of return and or mitigate the risk. We're not saying you can't make those decisions. We make those decisions.
0: Yeah, and we're not talking about timing the market. It's about time in the market. That's exactly right. Perspective and facts
1: matter. And sometimes it's just basic information like this that can say, okay, although it's uncomfortable, although it's unpredictable, and it seems uncertain, I should stay invested and and I should stick to the process but once again the problem we have found with so many investors over the last 2 or 3 years is the reason they can't stick to the process is because the process before the volatility which were good times they just didn't capitalize on the markets and get the return that was warranted so now they're like hey how am i supposed to trust the process i didn't make it, i didn't make the money i should have made when the market was good, now I'm losing more than I should have lost when the market's down. What am I supposed to trust? And that's a problem. That's why for you, you don't need to be sitting on the sideline any longer. You don't need to be loyal to a relationship just because you're nervous of change or because there is a a friend or someone that's handling your finances. You need to make certain that you're on the right track, the right road to retirement, a roadmap that will get you there, an investment strategy that's proven, not proven over two years or recreated for, for audited returns to show you and reflect a, a year or two of performance. No, we're talking about 10, 15, 20 years of history traveling through some of the worst markets in our, in our economy, in our history. That's the reliance that you need. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. Now, with that said, when we're talking about risk and investing, We already talked about income, and now we're thinking about how to invest your money from a risk standpoint and how to be able to be mindful about your investments. We love the concept of mixing different investments along with different strategies to incorporate a client's portfolio for a common goal. We custom build our models here at Asset Management Group, but we do it in a very unique way, and we do it for a purpose because it works. You want to expand on that.
0: Yeah, if you think about, you know, if someone is a, let's just say you're a growth investor. or Well, growth can mean different things to different people, but also it's about how we navigate growth. I mean, market volatility is just a fact. It is just going to be volatile times in the market and not just getting you to retirement. But if you think about it, I mean, if you're 65 years old and you have, you know, a a good life uh, ahead of you, for health-wise is concerned, you you know, we're talking about a 25, maybe even a 30-year retirement. So you're going to see seasons of volatility. But can your investments or are your investments uh, construct it in a way that they can handle that risk, right? So, so some places for us, you know, we have a core philosophy of dividend investing, right? Because dividends, you know, is a core philosophy of how we invest for our clients, that can that can be like the heartbeat of your plan. We have some of our investments within the models within the portfolios that are tactical and active and wh- what that does is try to catch some of that alpha. Right? Yes, you may you may, you may we may miss on certain areas because you are being more tactical up about uh, around it, but the goal behind that sleeve of your investment is to catch the upside uh during some seasons. Part of our portfolio have an income base behind it, right? So we can generate income uh, High uh, high yielding, low volatility, but again, it provides that income um, during seasons of time. So it's it's about that mix within your portfolio. Still, the overall objective is still growth. Overall objective could be aggressive growth, growth could be conservative, whatever it is. But we have different blends of different investment strategies within our within our portfolios. For
1: you during that time frame, and and oftentimes you guys will look at your investments and you say to yourself, "Hey, I I look pretty diversified. I have a bunch of ETFs or a bunch a bunch of mutual funds. And so how how different can my strategy be? And and this is shocking, but this is absolutely true. When we do an analysis on investment accounts from our listeners and viewers of our shows, uh, this these are people just like you. We're jumping in here and finding that you guys. Because of your mutual fund purchases and your ETF purchases, not that they're bad investments, but you're literally exposed to eight, 10, 12,000 underlying holdings. Now you tell me what strategy that is. It sounds like, let me get everything because I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. And as a result, I hope I get it figured out. Not to mention you're paying an an insane amount of fees in internal costs on some of your investments. Now you say, well, I've got some low cost mutual funds. Yeah, but the low cost that you see is not all the cost. It's not all the cost. Don't get fooled by, by, by the warehouses. Don't get fooled by Wall Street. Okay, you want to know the truth? You need the analysis completed on your investment strategy. Then we'll show you the truth. We'll extract the data, the facts, the truth that you need to know to make sure you're invested correctly. That's how important it is to us to build well-efficient investment strategies through the use of different investments. Like most talked about, we have a big belief in
0: dividend investing. Why? Because it's proven. Quality companies. Buy quality companies. And if there's no reason to sell them, hold them. Buy and invest in quality companies. Quality companies. And then, yes, can we
1: be strategic with some of the money? Can we be tactical with some of the assets? And those strategies shouldn't be off the hip because we're in a down market. Let's figure out how to be tactical. No, no, no. They should be proven with the data and the history that goes along with that approach, 10, 15, 20 years. That's what our clients get to rely on here at Asset Management Group. And,
0: and, it's, and also bucketing, right? I mean, we don't forget about the bucketing strategy too, right? I mean, some, some of our assets, uh, when we invest for our clients, we've completely eliminated the market volatility out of it. right? We've protected downside risk from it. Absolutely. And so you can look at that sleeve and, and we can remove the negativity from it. That part of your bucket you can you can know that we've protected. And then there's some parts of your bucket that you're dreaming on, right? This is gonna be for you 20, 30 years down the road. And so we may take a little more risk with it, but but that part of your assets is supposed to be the hit and miss, right? We're supposed to try to try to catch um, the growth behind it. That's the dreaming part of your portfolio. Then you get the live part of your portfolio. That's exactly right? right. The part of the assets that you're going to be living off consistently. And so, again, during season of volatility, can you actually identify, you know, which part of your assets are protected, which part of your assets are going to be used for your living, and which part of your assets is going to be for, for dreaming, for charitable giving, right? You know, protect, live, dream. Have you, have you thought about that for your, for your assets? Mo is so good. Protect, live, dream. dream. Let's go.
1: Listen, if you don't have this type of mindset surrounding your well-being, pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. Our team will answer the phone, schedule you for a quick consultation call with Mo and myself to understand more about what are the reasons why you're calling so that we can talk about your story, put you on our process. 1-800-419-6164. Stay tuned. Coming up with our last segment, maybe we get a few questions in there. And then of course talk a little bit about the things you need to consider if the information you find is not what you're looking for welcome back to your retirement untangled andrew knight and moise param here asset management group why because we manage assets that's what we do and we manage assets for a purpose that purpose is your plan, it's your story, and it's your goals about where you're trying to go and ensuring with confidence that you have a proven process, an investment strategy that can get you down the road in the direction that you desire to go so that you can live out your dreams. That's what we care about most here at Asset Management Group. Thank you guys for staying with us this week. A lot of energy, a lot of excitement, and so thankful that you join us every week, WERC and WGKA. And all right, so we talked about a lot. We're going to get into some of these questions. Let me close it out with one simple statement, okay? We talked about income, preparing for per, for income. We talked about some behavioral finance, some some of our natural behaviors when it comes to uncertainty and risk and how who we are as people can really play a major factor at influencing our decision-making process. Selling short, jumping into cash, getting out of the market, staying out of the market, trying to time the market, not investing altogether, putting it in a CD or sticking it in the bank account. These types of decisions and the detriment that it can have to your future.
0: Following fads, following fads too. I mean, like, you know, I've heard the, the story crypto. of crypto. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't know it. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I'm just going to invest in it.
1: Yeah, following fads. You know, hoping that there's a get-rich-quick scheme out there for you. There's not. No. There's not. And so we talked about the discipline that that's necessary. This is look yourself in the mirror. And that's what I want to end with real quick before we jump into some of these questions. So we don't have long, but let me just say this. We have to be radically transparent and honest with ourselves. And if you're married with your spouses, that's vulnerable. It's uncomfortable, but it's necessary. It is necessary and it's healthy. And when you look at yourself in the mirror and you think about the decisions you're making financially, and you think about the cause of those decisions, why am I choosing to do what I'm doing right now? Why? Then you may be able to get to the root to be able to make better quality decisions. If you walk through our process You figure out, hey, I'm trying to get to a place where I can retire, but I'm not going to be able to get there unless I take an abnormal amount of risk, and that still may not get me there. So what am I going to do? Do I need to reduce my lifestyle today? Do I need to review my expenses? Do I need to increase my retirement age to better set my expectations? Do I need to contribute more and save more right now? Get honest and radically transparent with yourself. Mm -hmm. And and, and an advisor should do that for you. If you walk into your financial advisor or their office or you give them a call because they're not local and they pick up the phone and their first desire is just to talk about your investments, your allocation, your strategy, and your performance, kick them to the bucket and leave. Okay, get out of here. You need someone that's talking about your future, your life, and how the piece of performance fits into the puzzle to solve for that. It all matters.
0: Yeah, it all comes back to the why. The why justifies the how and the what. That's exactly right. right. Why are we doing this? Um, Why are you feeling this way? Um, Why are we investing this way? And then, you know, we communicate with a, with the a sense of empathy because at the end of the day, you know, we're we're not just entrusted with your inv- your investments; we're entrusted in some aspects with the well being of your of your financial future. So, so you want to know, know you want to know why here at
1: Asset Management Group? Why? Because we care. Because our goal is to see people live the best years of their life with what they have earned and worked for for their entire life. That is our why. Our goal is to see it through so that when we shake a man's hand or a woman's hand and we say hey you're doing it you've done it you can retire our goal and our why is that they can go close the computer shake the hand of their employer start their retirement and live without fear or without worry that's why we do it here at asset management group you need a you need a you need to be a part of a team that has that type
0: of goal yeah I love it. We got any questions? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. We got a, going uh, will throw your curveball? Oh, great. Okay. Here we go. Don't
1: say my, don't get my wife here now.
0: No, no. Well, <laughs> you know what? Speaking of it, it, this is, this is about husband and wife. Okay. Let's All right. It. Bert, Bert from uh, Vestivia Hills. My wife wants me to work until I'm 60 or more. I've shown her the calculations and she still doesn't think we have enough to retire. Anyone else have this problem? If so, how did you convince your significant other that retirement was possible? (laughs) How did you
1: convince her? Uh, I would recommend using artificial intelligence, (laughs) chat (laughs) GPT, ask them. Uh, No, listen, convincing, first and foremost, let me say this. Uh, Convincing is a a tough thing to do and it may be the wrong thing to do. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely the wrong word. I would say first and foremost um this is where probably a third party can create a lot of value okay now bert I don't know if you use a financial advisor and and you may not maybe you manage money on your own which I would say maybe maybe that's part of the reason why she's she's struggling with with the trust and the and the decision to retire maybe you've done a great job but maybe there's some doubt that that her and your entire financial future is hinged on Whatever your strategy may be, and that, and that, and I'm not saying you're not doing a great job. Once again, you might be, but maybe that's part of her fear.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you're the one that's 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 it, the investment strategy, everything is in your head. You're the CFO of your of your family, and she's not truly involved or truly engaged. Well, what happens if you pass away, right?
1: lack of awareness, lack of awareness, lack of knowledge. And and these may be very, very important factors that you're looking at it saying, hey, she don't, she's not understanding the spreadsheet I created. She's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. You got to meet her not with data. You got to meet her in, at her emotional need, wherever she might be and whatever concerns that she might have. So I would say this, my advice to you would be number one, start with questions, good quality questions. Now, when you ask them, she can tell the difference. At least my wife can. If you ask them just for the purpose of asking <laughs> to try to check it off the list, or you're asking really because you care. So I would ask her, why does she feel this way? Okay. Why does she feel like we don't have enough money? Draw Press in to her fear and her emotions and why she is in the position that she's in. And I promise you, you'll find the root problem. Continue to dig there. And then, what I would also say, and also highly recommend, and this may sound like a sales tactic, and it's not. Um, we have obviously in our industry we meet with couples of all types and and all sorts. And and the truth is, as I can tell you, being in a room, husband and wife talking finance, talking estate, it is always a personal conversation. Always, always, and and having a third party to guide us through that conversation might just be all that she needs to say, okay, I, I see. And don't take offense to that. Don't. It's no different than raising children. Uh, when I, when, when you, if you think back, when you, Bert, if you had children, you can you know, tell your son how to swing a baseball bat a hundred times, but there comes a point that he ain't going to listen to you no more, and he needs the baseball coach, to, the one that has the, uh, maybe a better proven track record, played college ball to say, hey, you know, put your hands right here, knuckles up, hands straight to the ball. And that's all that's needed, even though you've told them, right? So it's no offense. Just a different voice. Just a different voice. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe that's all that's needed, Bert. I do hope. There's a compromise in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There is. It, so listen, if you want to get together, we'll help you out. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it seamlessly. We'll go out for dinner or something. I don't know. You're a prospect. Bert, come on. You're not a client yet. I'm not taking you to dinner. <laughs> Sorry. Pick <laughs> up the phone and call Bert, my friend, and everybody else. If these are your questions, uh... these are your stories, You want to make sure that you are on a track to retirement and that you have the ability to be successful and to make the right decisions. Regarding your financial story, nobody else's, this is yours, your hard work, your grind. Pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. Andrew, Mo, Asset Management Group, A big thanks to WERC and WGKA. You guys have a blessed week. And of course, we will see you next week. Take care.